Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I'm tall, handsome, rich, oh, funny. Yeah. The, the six six rule. I'm the 888 rule. Oh, oh okay. are you? I mean, I ate a lot. I eat my feelings. I ate a lot of food. And <laughs> I ate an eight inch sub. And I go to bed at 8 p.m. That's my <laughs> there it is. Dave and Mahoney. Being on the side of a urinal, that seems. I'm still a young, virile man. Are you? I still have, you know, some PSI behind my urine. You think that if there was like a fire across the room, you could put it out, maybe? I mean, after what is PSI? Peace brain impact? per square inch. Uh, Oh, Popper Shot Or P per square inch. Dave <laughs> <laughs> and Mahoney. It's the dopamine hits of like, yeah. oh, my little package has arrived. So I was like, yeah, man, maybe nobody's I Nobody's ever that. No, nobody's ever said that and been that excited. <laughs> my little package has arrived. Yes. That's, what I, that's how I normally announce myself. <laughs> hey. I'm here. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Audrey, you've been talking about this for a while, but nothing to see here. Just pesticides and kids' food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the makers of Oreos and Kraft Macaroni and Lunchables. Oh, crap, that's all the stuff my kids eat. Uh, have earned an F for pesticides used in their food. What? It is really, truly concerning how all of this stuff that we consume that is supposed to be regulated is so harmful and things get passed like pesticides in Oreos. Why would there ever be a pesticide anywhere near an Oreo? It doesn't even have anything that you're trying to get bugs off of. So pesticides used in food production have been linked to chronic health issues, as you imagine, including cancer and asthma and anxiety and depression, ADHD and all of that. Cool. Uh, General Mills actually got the highest grade and they got a C. So a that's C. Not, not exactly great. Dude, it's just, it's Isn't really C supposed concerning. to be average. Yeah. And that's the highest. Oh, it's so concerning, guys. Jam Smucker Company, which owns brands like Folgers Coffee and Jif Peanut Butter, they ranked the lowest, got an F, and showed minimal efforts to reduce pesticide risks and ensure transparency. You're like, what is going on, man? I know it's it's really funny because you you just said, Dave, that I'm always talking about it because it really is concerning to me. I've said it at least ten times just while we've been talking about it right now. Imagine how annoying I am off mic. Oh, but, <laughs> but I mean. And really, the fact that we, you know, we're hearing this and you say this a lot, Dave, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. You know, like, what are we supposed to do whenever we're we're consuming all of these massive brands that are getting Fs? These are the brands that are in every grocery store USA. And, and you're and, supposed to trust. And on every kid's plate, yes, we should be able to trust the government and these brands to be better. They're supposed to be protecting them. I mean, when Look you talk you about- FDA, what are you doing? But so I'm glad the, you made some billionaire an extra buck- but, I mean, Ooh. pesticide exposure, especially in kids and unborn babies, has been linked to things like birth defects and low birth weight and fetal death and attention problems and learning difficulties and cancer. Like, what are you doing? That's just, you're, you're poisoning kids for profit? So you're telling me, because I was a ramen noodle baby and a peanut butter jelly baby, that that's the reason why I got it's ADHD? It's not your fault. And that's the reason why I got ADHD? That's Because right. you were been microwaving <laughs> cup of noodles that I've we just been, found that's out. That's styrofoam. Yeah, man. I just found out we weren't supposed to be doing that the whole time. <laughs> Some good news today as well. Boobies can save your life. So Please double D. Tell me more. Yeah, you bet. Now uh, they got pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> double D breast implants saved a man's life who had severe lung damage. So this guy, his name is Davey Bauer. He's a former smoker and he switched to vaping. He suffered severe lung damage and pneumonia. And he had to go to the hospital for, for life support because he got pneumonia. And they ended up having to do double lung transplants with the way that they supported his body while he was going through this process. Boobies. Interesting. Yep. So, Dub- well, how did the implants help? It was double him? D breast implants, and they helped to maintain blood flow and prevent his heart from collapsing. They say always go bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Always good. You never regret it. Mm -hmm. They do say that. And now I'm sure Davey agrees. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. What up, Batman? If you listen to uh, a KFC commercial, the so-called uh, fine print at the end of the commercial says taxes and tips not included. Tip for KFC. Go, go uh, figure that one out. Message deleted. Look, I am uh, somebody that's worked in the service industry for, for many, many years. I am all about gratuity. Uh, I do not like being forced into giving gratuity, like the whole flipping around to the iPad and then they watch you like a hawk to see whether or not you're mm-hmm. tipping them what they think is inappropriate. I, I don't like that. I will say, um, I haven't been to a KFC in a long time, so maybe you can correct me, Mahoney. I just don't remember the times that I have been to a KFC, it being exceptionally good service. I've never, I've eaten a KFC all the time. I, you know, I love fried chicken. Mm-hmm. But I've never had, at least the one near my house, I've never had good service. I go there for once. the service. I'm going there for the delicious I'm going chicken. there for chicken uh-huh. and then biscuits. You know them biscuits, except for when they're when they're soft as hell, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that butter, throwing some honey on there. Oh, you're a honey guy, Occasionally huh? throwing some jelly, just getting, oh, get, jelly getting, sure. getting wild. But yeah, no, never once. Like, But I will say, even then, asking for the butter or honey, they give me a look like, oh, you... You peasant, mm-hmm. you piece of garbage. I want to take your tips. How dare, how dare. <laughs> I'm a steely chip jar. <laughs> how dare you uh, ask me for something that goes, you know, because here's the thing. I'll tell you what my order is. I get a. <laughs> you don't have to. I, it's, I, it's I get a three piece, <laughs> okay. dark meat, Stop. two thighs, Stop it. What are you, two legs. Why are you doing this? And then I order six biscuits. What? No, six No biscuits. wonder they don't like you. Why would they not Taking like all me? Taking biscuits that they made for yeah. the day. You're going to reload, re. <laughs> <laughs> Refire another batch of biscuits. I'm going at like 10.30 in the morning. I'm like the first person of the day. Exactly. They, There's, they, they got plenty of biscuits. You're messing up their whole biscuit inventory. You don't give me, it's not even like a one-to-one thing like where you go to McDonald's and they're like, okay, you got a 10-piece. Here's two sauce things. Or you get a 20-piece. Here's four. You get a six-piece. You get one. That's you should at least have one butter per biscuit at KFC. That's because your order is unprecedented. It's not unprecedented. He has a family to feed. No, he, he doesn't. He's the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat a whole ass family bucket, Dave. Yeah, I mean, like, the people at KFC don't know that Mahoney's ordering six biscuits and four pieces yeah, of chicken and mashed potatoes for himself. They think a tour bus is going to come through the drive. No, they don't, just Dave. Mahoney. Dude, you, they, you, they have 20-piece buckets, man. Like, mm-hmm. As somebody who does, you're, you're over here judging like you you know KFC. How many pieces are in the bucket that you get? Because you just rattle. No, them I up, do a four piece. Things. Okay, usually and when I, that's a, that's an easy meal. Sometimes when I'm getting real hungry, I will do a family meal, which is a twelve piece or an eight piece. But so you get, I always or, I always order <laughs> extra piece. biscuits. Holy moly! Because those biscuits are awesome. There's never a time in life where you're like, do you want biscuits? And you go, no, because breakfast biscuits are amazing. Lunch biscuits, great. Dinner biscuits. Phenomenal late night biscuits, Mahoney. We're all gathered better. here today because we love and care about you a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's this time, is it's your time. intervention. It's time. It's time. <laughs> you are on. You have been just in gouging KFC for every chicken that tender that they have. Yeah. Six, 12 piece chicken. Sometimes it's, it's time for but you to go not, to. That's not a single meal, but you get a better deal. Like if I'm going to eat that throughout the weekend, you don't do that. I do do that. <laughs> you need to go to refried rehab. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Hey, Mahoney, a.k.a. Andre the Giant, a.k.a. Pat McAfee, why don't you take it easy with the friggin' dogs? 
I mean, maybe there's an issue with you and not the dogs. I've never heard of anything like that. You're a giant, and a little pug is intimidating you. There's a reason you don't own dogs, because there's something wrong with you, not the animals. Mucho take it easy. Message delivered. First off, you tiny little bitch. Oh, how dare you come he at him like that. He was coming with love. No, he was not. He's coming at me. That pug, was there was not. a pug in my neighborhood that was untrained and would attack me. It never attacked you. Your lawn. It did attack me. It just pooped on your lawn. And I would punt that pug, but that pug died, so I'm happy. Second of all. The dog Jeez. that attacked my wife. If you were saying your wife, if you're it saying, barked at your wife. No, it came at her and it attacked. And had I not intervened, it probably would have bit her. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying, you, I, I, you know, if you if you don't understand what that is, like to protect your somebody you love, to protect your family. <laughs> no, uh, I get it, you deadbeat. You can't understand <laughs> oh a man like me dad. out here protecting the ones I love Mahoney from also unruly ass 12 dogs. Fish, uh, no. Twelve inch fish. There, there, there is a old uh, saying like if you're. If your dog doesn't like somebody, all dogs prob- like me. It's probably for a reason. Clearly not. There's nobody that I know in my entire life that has more dog drama you don't than walk. you. You don't walk. That's the thing. I that- walk. What do you mean? I go for walks all the time do with you? my kids. Yes, yes I? I do. Thank you very well, much. Well, you don't get as much drama, Dave. Of course I don't because I'm not intimidated and wanting to like fight I pugs. I get, your, I, I get your Apple walk. Watch notifications. There's never an outdoor walk on there. I take my Apple Watch off when I go for outdoor oh, walks. Do yeah. you now? I want to focus on my quality mm-hmm. time with my kids. So you don't become a deadbeat, right? That's right. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I'm wondering, is there a certain artist you know they're really good, but you still really just hate their music? Like, for me, it's Fleetwood Mac. What? Everyone loves them. No. They have, like religious experiences when they hear them and i would probably rather get a pap smear from my dentist than hear a fleetwood mac song y'all have a great day message then you've got a weird fetish lady but i mean a lot of people i actually hear that about led zeppelin a lot too we've gotten calls like that I'll, i'll say this my dad Loved and hated Fleetwood Mac. He liked Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. But when Stevie Nicks joined Fleetwood Mac, he's like, it, she ruined it. But I mean, how? But that I was mean, my that, geez, but, that was a long time I mean, ago. They were it, they were more with Stevie than they ever were. I, I agree. And it was like what I, I was like, that was like a hot take. I was like, oh, that, that was like that, blues that, era. I think you're exactly yeah, right. Though. There's a lot of people that I know that will intentionally hate something just because everyone else likes it. Right? I mean, I'm, right. I'm kind of that way. I'm kind like, of about that I've way. I've never heard anybody go like, I'd rather get like a invasive medical procedure than listen to, you know, I rumors. Know. I bet her dentist is hot. That's what it is. That's not yeah. where you get a pap yeah. smear, Dave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you're always encouraging everyone here to sometimes, if necessary, be a Karen or a Darren. Speak up for yourself if you're not getting the sort of service, especially if you're paying good money for it. Sure, um, because I think that some people on either side, whether or not you want to be a Karen from behind the register or not on the other side of the register... People just start taking advantage, thinking they can just talk to you however they want to. And I just don't like that. So normally I wouldn't complain about good service, but here I go. And this is hitting very close to home. So we've got this contractor who's been doing a ton of work on our house ever since we moved in. And my wife, you know, fancies herself a bit of an interior designer. She's actually very, very talented. I mean, she she does work in that space. She does. Yeah. And it was was funny because the contractor actually asked her the other day, he's like, are you an interior designer? Because he's like, I do a lot of houses. And 
They don't normally turn out looking like this. She's had, she's had a vision from the beginning. She's very good at it. Uh, but the contractor we really like as well. And he, he's done great work, and he's just super friendly and shows up on time when he says he's going to. And all those things that I haven't exactly had the same experience with when we've used other contractors on mm -hmm. this job. Or so the other things. The main guy, his name is Felipe, and he is just incredible. He's great. What the, What's happening now, then? He's a little too good. So there's this pile of boxes, because my wife has been buying these light fixtures that we knew that we were going to have to put up eventually. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, light fixtures, I don't know if you're familiar, they come in pretty big boxes because there's, like, glass. So there's a whole bunch of, like, foam and everything else. What so, kind of light fixtures are you putting up? Well, she has, like, the ones that for the kitchen, and then she had some that go in a hallway. There's, there's like, just sconces and stuff? Yeah, it's all that crap. Okay. So... There's a bunch of boxes that have been sitting there, and they've been on the uh, the honey-do list, if you will, for me to go ahead and break down. I thought you loved breaking down boxes. I do love bre breaking down boxes, but the trash for me comes on Thursdays. And so, like, I was just waiting, that's a you good, know. That's a good trash day. a pretty day. good trash day. Better than a weekend. Yeah. My, my last house, yeah. I had a Saturday trash day, which is the worst day for trash. Because so, you go out of town. On a Friday? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the worst. People know you're not out of They know. Oh, uh -huh. my God. They know you're not home. They're going to rob. They're like, I know that trashy son of a bitch has got garbage in there. <laughs> so you got a good trash day as well. So got a good I'm, trash I'm, I'm, day. So here's the problem is that unasked, unprovoked, Felipe took it upon himself to break down all of the boxes and take and haul away the excess trash. Because he knew that you are holding his secrets. And the secret is that he was driving in. Oh, yeah. And he his was truck was on fire. <laughs> yeah. His truck was spilling some trash all over the freeway from some other schlup's boxes that didn't so get was, broken down. Your wife asked you to do this, and he ended up doing yeah, it? Yeah, my wife asked me to do it, and I, had ke I kept telling her I was going to do it just, you know, as soon as I possibly could. And then Felipe comes around and just does it on his own, and now I look like a total slob. You should say that you paid Felipe extra to expedite this situation. Did you do say your wife knows? She knows. Oh, she saw I was going to say you should do like that stolen valor to you as a man, down boxes. Though. It does. Dude, I used to have uh, a neighbor that would come and like snow blow my driveway. He would just blow yeah. you for your yeah. driveway just right <laughs> off? Or... Yeah, and I took offense to it. Yeah? That, like, you did? Be, no, like, that's I mean, such a no. dumb take, man. No, like, I know it's no, the, the oakley Dokley Midwest thing, but like, no, I was like, dude, dude stay off my property. I can handle this. If like, you don't ask for it to be done, yeah. it kind of, yeah. It, it you look like an old woman who needs help. <laughs> I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. All right, so 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these tunes, and Cheryl is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Cheryl, how do you think you're going to do in this game? Um... Probably not that good. Okay, I like the realism. That's good. Uh, it is more challenging when you're on the radio, but Mahoney and Audrey are here to help you out today. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. Like I said, let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. If you need a lifeline, you can tag each one of them in a single time. This first one, only one view. I love these because uh -oh. the people that upload them don't even go back and watch them themselves. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Yeah, 
right. Unfortunately, we have to stop it there. Cheryl, do you know it? Oh, my goodness. Um, It sounds like maybe Led Zeppelin. It is Led Zeppelin. That is correct. Um, Over the Hill. No. 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 Immigrant song is what you're looking for. But you get a half point on that one without using a lifeline, so I think that's pretty good. The next one here is a bit more popular, 13,000 views. One of our favorite artists, Mahoney, to feature on Cover Your Ears, Who's old that? Bev and Bob. Ah, Love Bev and I mean, Bob. Yeah. Bob they're still kicking. Karaoke legends. Yeah. I'm glad, and I'm also a little surprised they're still kicking. Well, I mean, they honest. just want to, it's yeah. because it's the content that's keeping them alive, you is know? That what it is? Yeah, yeah, they've got to, uh, you know, put it out for the people. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. This is actually an older clip. It they, is. They, they haven't put anything out in months. Oh, Don't no. you ruin this. They oh, are no. doing okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. They're doing okay. It's the off season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. You can have my isolation. You can have the hate that it brings. You can have my absence of faith. You can have my everything. Help me. Have my reason. Help me. Your sex I can smell. Help me. Make me perfect. Help me become somebody else. I wanna. And we'll stop it right there. Oh, it was just getting good. Uh huh. Cheryl, do and be careful with the title. It's not that. Uh, Do you know it? Uh, I'm gonna tag Mahoney on this one. <laughs> that is closer from nine inch nails. That is correct. See, it's never closer in my head. It's always what Dave like was saying. Like that we, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I just type that in. Yeah. If and you type it that, pops right up. If you tell Siri to play that, that's what plays. I, that's it. Yeah. You you told Siri to play that before, huh? Yeah. Okay. Because no, I don't know. It is closer. I don't even know if he says closer. Okay, here we go. You get on me to the closer one. to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but th- why wouldn't you name it closer no, to God because then? Because you can't. Okay, just name it God. Because <laughs> it's a it's a radio song, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> such a totally appropriate radio song. Point and a half. Here we go. On to number three. Come on me, I run. Come on me, through the fire. The wind knocked me out the trees. Now I'm on my knees. Cover me, darling, please. Hey, 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 monkey, monkey. 61 views on that bad boy, and oof, Hell yeah. boy. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, do you know that one? Um, it sounds like Shot the Monkey. Mm hmm. It is by. Pedro Gabriel? Yes. Prove me wrong. Well, <laughs> there How we dare go. you doubt, Mahoney? Ah, well, you're such a sorry. Hater. All right, so we got two He's and a half better points. better than I think she thought she would. Yeah, you're doing okay, yeah. man. All right, here we go. 76,000 views on this one. Audrey's still available oh. as a lifeline. Here we go. All right, so right oh there at the very gosh, end. Oh, my gosh, I got it. it. Okay. Like, the first 28 seconds, it sounded like any Alice in Chains song, USA, and then, like, right at the end there. Whew, so, Cheryl, if you that need was. some help, I think Audrey can help you. Yes, I'm going to go with Audrey, please. Never right. going to give you up. I can't think it was Rick Astley, right? It was Rick Astley, never going to wow. give you up. So, only right there at the end. Never going to give you up. 
I was so clueless. That's yeah. really, that, that was done well. It was, yeah. Rick Astley can sing too, by the way. Okay, so three and a half points. All you have to do is get the artist or the song on this one in order to win today. 142 views. Last chance. Here we go. Bye. I know that wasn't perfect, but it was close. Cheryl, for the win, uh, the artist or the song, that's all you need. Is that Come Sail Away? It is. Not a bad version right there, either. That's from an artist named Zachary Sickness. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So you talk about a sweat, Mahoney. This has got to be on the list for a whole bunch of these high-profile Johns right now. I don't know if you saw that story about the Department of Justice coming out and announcing the arrest of a couple of people that were responsible for a high-end brothel network that spanned from coast to coast. And this was like, I mean, there was a lot of people in D.C. who got busted for this. So, yeah, I mean, they haven't released the list of the clients just yet, but they did come out and say this is everyone from... You know, politicians, elected officials, people that work in, you know, top secret clearance, government, uh, you know, people that are like government contractors. And I mean, you're talking about potentially thousands of individuals that are caught up in this. And they said, we haven't released any of the names just yet, but they kind of hinted we might. And you're Mm. like, it doesn't normally work like that. You know, there's a lot of like high end individuals involved. Normally that gets quashed, but it seems weird that they would roll out this basically kind of threat. Is Elliot Spitzer uh, sweating sweating again, that clown? Elliot Spitzer, man, that guy. Yeah, the one who was out here just Ruined like radio. beating the drum of like all of this. You got you to gotta be moral and this and that. And it's like you had a high-end hooker the entire time. Like you were paying five grand a night in like $2,005 to wild. bang uh, high-end escorts. But like honestly, I have no problem uh, with anybody who wants to, uh, you know, pursue the world of prostitution, if that's your trade, you know, like I, it, just as long as you're doing it by your own accord, man. Like, I feel like this is such a silly, you know, the fact that we can't allow this, that there's laws against this. But if a camera is present somehow, it's legal again. You know, if the people are being trafficked and all that garbage, that's we're not talking about that. No, but if, if you were two consenting adults, if you're talking about consenting adults making a business transaction, and, how, it, and you're you're right, it's hilarious that if there's a camera present and then you publish it on the internet, it's totally acceptable, and that industry is regulated and taxed and everything else. Right. But if there's not a camera and it's just a private transaction, then it's sinful and it's terrible and everything else. What I do have a problem with though is. You know, whether it's a politician or just an individual that makes their whole stance on how awful things like Puritanic, this are. Being puritanical and being pure. Yes, and then and behind hot. the scenes, you're actually doing yeah. it. You know, Rules for thee, not for me. That is the oldest, you know, I mean, probably the, the, the I would say one of the oldest things in the world right outside of prostitution. So, yeah, just know that this week there's going to be people that are continuing to sweat this because they're on a list somewhere. Good luck. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, Mahoney, what is your favorite cigar and whiskey combination? Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Love the show. Message deleted. I like that he comes to Mahoney as the expert on cigar and whiskeys because Mahoney is. And, you know, regularly, Mahoney, you and I will go out, and I, I, I don't want to speak for you. The the one for me that you have indoctrinated me into is the Patron cigars. You Can't know, go wrong. it was funny because after my very first morning show, like the very first show I ever did, like 18 years ago, 17 years ago, however long it was. Which, fun fact, our current general manager fired Mahoney from that first morning show and didn't even remember it. But that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing that for you. That is a good thing. I yeah. was unmemorable back then, yeah. but after my very first show, my program director at the time took me and my uh, partner out and we smoked a cigar. And I've been a huge fan of Padrones ever since. I've been smoking those for 15 plus years and I've never had a bad one. The peak for me is a 1926 Padrone uh, yep. Maduro. If you have a guy in your life who likes cigars, I promise you, you buy him that. They will love it. And then you pair that with, you know, for me, you know, one of my favorites is J uh, a Japanese whiskey, not a bourbon, called Habiki. Is It's it's a incredibly easy to drink. Uh, it's a little harder to find, a little bit more expensive. But if you're looking for, like, a gift, not, uh, you know, I go with the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked, which is, like, 50, 40, 50 dollars a bottle, which isn't cheap, but it's also not obscenely overpriced like some of the bourbons that are out there and is 95% as good as the absolute best bourbons that are $1,200, $1,300. nobody asked me, but I'm going to tell you my favorite combo. Um, a nice wood tip, wine flavored, black and mild mm. with Kentucky Gentleman yes. only on ice. It might need Coke, but not when you're drunk enough to drink Kentucky Gentleman. The drink or the... <laughs> Substance. Audrey. You can take the, the girl out of, out of no. Alabama. You can't take the Next. Alabama out of the girl. I mean, but, like, Dave, you and I have, like, broke down on the wood tip black and miles oh, before. Like, the sure. wine flavor, yeah. for whatever reason, we would just sit outside of a Shell gas station, like, absolute trash, and just smoke them back mm -hmm. in the day. Yeah. Like, the smell is so, so the, nostalgic to me. To the point of, like, making myself ill off of them. I'm like, why Why am I chiefing, like, a I half don't dozen look cool. black and mild wood tips? I look like a 1920s villain <laughs> who yeah. was poor. <laughs> because I, I didn't have the extended for my cigarette. Yeah, I'm just I smoking like this cigarillo. If, if Cruella <laughs> DeVille's mom drank too much. Please leave a message after the tone. A meeting that doesn't have food present isn't a meeting, but an email masquerading around as a meeting. Message deleted. So many meetings can be emails, and so many emails could be nothing. I don't uh, totally agree with her, though. I don't want food at a meeting. I, you are so silly. No, I don't like, want to. What eat, do you mean? I don't want to eat in front of you. It's a buffer. No, I'm with Dave on this one. No, man. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it extends the meeting unnecessarily. Everyone feels like they want to have small talk while they're chowing down on their eighth donut. No, man. Just like, let's and wrap it up. The pizza is either one of two things it's either too cold or too hot. Yep. And it's never just right. See, but I mean, I think maybe because I'm a lady and I know that there are certain foods that you can't eat in, in company because like going on dates, whenever you're first dating somebody, you're not like sitting there ordering chicken wings. Mm -hmm. So like there are certain things that I feel like I know on a menu that you can eat in front of new company yeah. or not. So I don't mind going to lunch meetings at all because I think that it eliminates the small talk. Yeah. Like I think that you're kind of listening to the other person talk about whatever's business on the table while I get to eat and I don't have to talk back. Let me ask you this. <laughs> when it comes to things you do in a relationship or you shouldn't do. Okay. 
do you eat wings or a hot dog in front of your significant, significant other when we're first starting dating? Or do you no. use the bathroom number two first? Which one of those things happens oh. first in a relationship? Oh, chicken wings. Yeah. For sure, chicken and wings. For sure, to, chicken wings. That leads to number two immediately <laughs> after. <laughs> yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen on the same date. Besides a house or a car, what's the most expensive thing you've ever purchased? Message deleted. Isn't a question for me? I'm an Amazon girly. Twenty bucks at a time. <laughs> Twenty bucks at a time, chipping her way. Besides a house or I mean, vacation is th- probably where we've spent the most like money. Item though. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a photographer, so, so camera like, equipment, it's ca- lighting, it's camera equipment, insanely expensive, and uh, you know anything that's involved in production is is stupid. But I know most people aren't out there buying uh, lights to light a studio. I had to have a talk with my wife this week. Because uh, I went to pay the credit card bill, and I was like, oh, my, we've been just spending, haven't we? Because <laughs> she's, like, I guess buying new flooring for the kids' bathrooms or something. And I'm like, how much is tile? <laughs> Tile's uh-huh. expensive. It's like $3,400. Yeah. So she just does it for no ask. Oh, just, yeah, just full send. And I was like, Wow. She knows. Because once it's on there, it's she on got there, that man. Good, good. She's no, like, you she does know. I got no. that good, good. <laughs> purchase for you is your wife, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? No. Okay. Yeah. Good try. Yeah, and then, and then it's for the kids too. I'm just like, okay. Well, I guess I'll just. I'm get, running on concrete, Dave. Get back to work. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So when it comes to diva activity, you know, we hear about it all of the time on different sets. In fact, Audrey, you kind of surprised us when you were talking about Patrick Dempsey being named the sexiest man alive. And it turns out that he's just kind of a giant a-hole behind the scenes. Yeah. And then, I mean, maybe some of the more surprising ones, like when we heard about Steve Harvey, you're like, that totally checks out. Mm -hmm. But Jimmy Fallon, because he cosplays such a nice guy, you know, Ellen was a huge shock a few years ago. Rosie O'Donnell was the kind of the OG one, man. Yeah, she was supposed to be the queen of nice. My mom loved her, and that's what she sold herself as, and then we find out that Rosie O'Donnell's just an insufferable a-hole. See, I'm wondering, though, too, because there has got to be a level of the inability to accept just and tolerate just BS on a set if you're going to be that successful of a person. All of the names we just listed are incredibly successful individuals. And I just wonder if they are that way and have gotten to where they are because they don't want mediocre. I feel like all, I mean, like all of those, none of you are Johnny Carson. Yeah. You know, and none but of you. But has there ever been a Johnny Carson post Johnny Carson? You know, you know, I'll say John Stewart. I think on the Daily Show came Co- close. Conan O'Brien had that charm too. David Letterman yeah. still, you know, David Letterman was, you know, I mean, he was, you know, banging his uh, yeah. There was PAs, there, there, there but was, there was some he problems. was at least treating them right. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that you know we see diva activity kind of in every single profession. You know, you hear about like pilots sometimes acting like jerks, and we've seen it in sports certainly, uh-huh. like Antonio Brown ripping off his pads and running off the field and just quitting the NFL live on TV, which is pretty wild. But this is next-level diva activity. So this actually is a story that comes to us from India. There was a surgeon that was operating at a hospital and had operated on multiple patients throughout the course of the day, and I guess he was feeling a little bit tired. And so he requested a, a hot cup of tea, Okay, you know, from the hospital staff. And when they did not bring him his hot cup of tea in time, he just straight up left the surgery that he was in the middle of, and then left the hospital, and off he goes. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it seems like uh, the person that was sitting there, you know, with their guts open would be like, hey, uh, 
Well, they can. They're if under being anesthesia. They can't defend themselves. If I'm being operated on and my doctor leaves halfway through and doesn't sew me back up, when I do get sewed back up and healed, I'm beating your ass. So that's your plan is that you're going to take your surgery healed ass and beat the doctor's ass. Once I heal. Yeah. Look, yeah. Which hopefully you heal. Or I'll get some hot tea and uh, throw it directly in his genitals. Dave and and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest, dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This this, 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 is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. You know, Audrey, you spend a lot of time on the Internet, and you spend a lot of time introducing us to new things that I otherwise wouldn't even know about. I I feel like that's my role. Yeah, you are the (laughs) one that introduced me to what girl math is, and obviously I see it all over the place now, but you were the first one kind of leading the charge on that, and not just because you were aware of what it was, but because you love it. I love it because Mm -hmm. I am a girl, and I don't do math well (laughs) for this reason. I round up in my favor a lot. So this is some more girl math for you. Girl math for me is filling up my gas tank every time it's at half a tank. So I really only pay for a full tank of gas <laughs> once. And then I just pay for like little bits. So I've really never paid for a full tank of gas. Uh-huh. That is my wife. A hundred thousand percent. Not because it's, it's she doesn't true. have to pay for a whole tank of gas. It's because she is constantly afraid of running out of gas. I'm like, you've got 400 miles left in this tank. <laughs> You're fine. You drive a vehicle that is going to get plenty of miles. It's not like some gas-guzzling classic you car. You get like 35 miles per gallon. Yeah. It will be just But your wife fun. is hyper-prepared for everything. I, I mean, there was a time where my cell phone was dying, and I looked over at her, and she goes, I got you. And she <laughs> reaches into her purse, and she goes, which one would you like? And she had six I fully love charged... Her. I love that. Additional chargers just in case because, I mean, we all hate that dread of you, like, especially mm-hmm. if you're at an event and your cell phone is dying and you're like, ah, you know, because she, getting she's rides or whatever. Of, she's constantly afraid of her phone dying, too, yeah. even though it's always, like, Always fully charged. Fully charged. And she's got a half dozen. Like, she had, like, different branded ones as well from different companies. Like, go ahead and take your pick. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Another but, part of the girl math, though, I will say whenever we're going to the gas station, because this lady and your wife, Mahoney, are both spot on. You want to go, like, whenever you're getting it halfway filled, not only just for cost, but also for time spent. So if you don't like going to the gas station, it feels like you're microdosing the fact that you have to go to the gas station. Like, I mean, but really, I though. I hate going to the gas station, You're not station, just man. on your phone. Like, you put the pump in, and then you just text on your phone for a minute and a half, two minutes, and then you just get back in and you leave. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I feel like everything well, you, I touch is dirty. See, you know, I, I want to get out of there. It you is. also have a different experience. Like, I also feel like people talk to you at gas stations. Last time like, I was at a gas station, somebody commented on my toes. Oh. So you made a lot of, you got a free tank of gas? I should have asked him. <laughs> man, like, you're you just Right, man. How did I not think of that? I thought you were an entrepreneur. I'm not. I'm the worst. So these toes for free. If you're using girl math or boy math, I think we can all agree the equation of talking trash to police officers doesn't exactly add up. And mm-hmm. one, unfortunately, one former Coyotes player uh, did not know that. He uh, he decided that when he got pulled over for being drunk in the middle of the day, with by the way, his dad was in the vehicle with him. Cool. Uh, that he was going to not just threaten the cops, he was also going to threaten their wives and their children and their friends and their livers. And I love that the cops decided to, you know, release the body cam footage. Mm-hmm. If you clump me across, the chop your liver across, right? All your kids, all your wives, all your daughters will die. I'll make sure of that. I like how he's really kind of laying on like the liver. Eastern European accent. You're yeah. from Michigan, buddy. Liver. Come on. Bro, I get you saw Eastern Promises one time, 
and you think you're a badass. Dude, you can't even get out of a, uh, a you know, a parking citation. Mm-hmm. Let's stop trying to act like you're a badass. So this is a, a bride on her big day. She's uh, actually walking down the aisle at her wedding ceremony, only to realize that she forgot something important. Um, pause for a moment. I just realized when I got up to the end of the aisle that I'm missing half of my dress. <laughs> Maybe I could put it on now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Two, two nights ago, I had a dream that I did this, that I, I walked on the aisle without it. <laughs> Here comes the dress. I'm sure you guys have never been to a wedding like this before. Okay, now I'm almost stressed. Okay, you can resume. That's, that's, that, that's, a, that's a bad maid of honor right there. Like, that shouldn't be the bride's responsibility. You're, to remember your dress? Yeah, you're supposed Dude. to be half drunk and just living your life on your big day. Where is what, like, how do you do this? I feel like I'm with Mahoney. How, where are you? Dude, I was a groomsman at a wedding missing? one time when the bride forgot her bouquet. And she walked down the aisle alone. She didn't have her father walk her down. And it's Aww. you've never seen anything more awkward than a bride walking without holding without something. Without holding flowers. I never she didn't even thought know what about to do that. with her hands. She's so like she started Ricky like, Bobby. Yeah, she started like swaying her arms as she walked down. It was, oh. it was so awkward. Did somebody like throw her the bouquet? Like, no, we all just stood in disbelief. Like, yeah. I can't believe how odd this looks. How did she forget? I just, I have so many questions. How did you forget the bouquet? Did the marriage last? Oh, yeah, they're still married, good, actually. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. So it doesn't really matter. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. So there's a new genre out there, Mahoney. I know that you're always uh, like a big music buff looking mm-hmm. for the next thing. What about jazz metal? Uh, jazz metal? Jamettle, man. Jamettle? Kind of here for it. That's how I sing all songs. (laughs) I know words to no songs. (laughs) That's also how I sing uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I'm actually right. (laughs) For sure it is. (laughs) Did it feel a little bit more rockabilly-ish in those interludes than jazz? Sure, sure. Blues. What are like the like the stray cats? Made some horrible, awful metal band. I mean, that was pretty awful. funny. I don't know if it's real. Is that a real thing? Very real. That is for very sure. Real. Oh, it felt oh, like yeah. that was like the same melody to like Zoot Suit Riot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and finally, I don't know why kids cursing is so much cuter than when adults curse, but there's this trend where a bunch of parents are putting their kids on the internet when they're saying things that are probably a little inappropriate. Where are you going? Take a This is either dead fish or strawberry banana. What the f***? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. Say perfect. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I told you guys yesterday that I was dealing with all of this fun of my three-year-old son throwing my five-year-old daughter's glasses her prescription glasses, down the toilet. Did she know that he did that? Uh, yeah, and she kind of found it funny, which I found to be really odd. Did she 
coerce him no, to do it. No, definitely not. Because she wasn't even there at the time. Oh, okay. yeah. So she she, but she was found not, it funny. She found it kind of funny that he had, that he had done this. And so I was asking if we should. <laughs> this is a good sport. You know, uh, continue to use the glasses if we were able to retrieve them from the toilet because it just so happened that with the renovations that are going on in that bathroom, that toilet was coming off yesterday. The fact you're even asking her, like she even understands no, what no. toilets are. I wasn't asking her, the five year old. Uh, I was asking the audience what they thought, and oh, you know, we got okay, some responses. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Regarding those glasses in the toilet, the real test is going to be. If you're to bleach them or clean them and you see your daughter wearing them, are you going to flinch when she comes in for a hug or a kiss? <laughs> if you're going to flinch, toss them. Message deleted. <laughs> uh, am I going to flinch? The short answer would be no, I would not flinch. I have seen and done enough terrible things where some poop on some glasses is just fine. With You've me. gotten poop on your glasses before. Uh, sure I have. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, I'm sorry to hear about your daughter's uh, glasses. Uh, when they removed the toilet and they were able to get it out, just uh, clean it real good because I'm pretty sure she's going to end up with some shitty eyesight. All right. Message <laughs> deleted. That's good. Strong. That's really good. That's strong. Um, so short answer to uh, the uh, the question as to whether or not we'd reuse them because we now know the answer. Yesterday, our contractor took the toilet off, and as my brother-in-law, the plumber, had predicted, sure enough, they were stuck right there. They had been flushed down the toilet, but they got stuck before they went into the sewer line. Okay. And so... Was it in the little U part? N- no. So it was like, actually, like when you take the toilet off, it kind of like f- spilled out because oh. they had not turned to go down into the... Oh, and the, good. And the reason why is because there were some additional things that my children had put down that toilet oh. that I didn't know. This was a plumbing disaster waiting to happen. So... My youngest daughter, little one-year-old Ruby, he's got this, like, ball pit, like a mini ball pit in her room. You know, So, like, like imagine, like, the little squishy plastic ball. Yeah, Chuck have. E. Cheese ball pit in her Kinda. room? It's stupid. You I, fancy I, son of a bitch. I hate it. Chuck E. Cheese all that ball happens, pits are so gross. I mean, I know. I mean they, but they, that's because they're, they're public ball pits. <laughs> and public balls, we all know, gross. Yes. But, you know, this is a only should be used by your children? Yeah, but so, like, just imagine, like, the balls you'd find in a ball pit. Somehow, I don't even know how you flush one of those. Because I would think they were buoyant, but yeah. they managed to flush one of those down the toilet. So that's impressive. Found you that got down good there. suction down there. We sure do. I wouldn't even be mad. That's what they've always said. Good suction, Farah. How this guy? <laughs> How the hell are other things getting down there with a ball? I don't know. And so that was not the only other thing that we found. There was also the imagine a toilet paper holder, the long part that uh-huh. the toilet paper roll actually goes on. One of those in there as well. Oh, the. Oh, really? yeah. So, but I mean, they oh, were yeah. they were creating a dam. They're little beavers, They're you know. Little- <laughs> They're creating a beaver. So, I mean, I need to know the end the ending of this. Are you going to let your daughter continue to wear those glasses? Was wearing them yesterday. At a girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yeah. Um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. Ooh. Fast, fast, fast food, food freakouts. Shut up and listen to my order. Chris is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Chris, let me ask you, what is your favorite fast food chain? In and out. Good call. Uh, so Mahoney, you have been to all of the McDonald's you claim in the continental United States. As Over well. thirteen thousand McDonald's here in the continental United States, Dave, mm-hmm. and a couple in Hawaii as well. So you consider yourself to be an expert now. Both Mahoney and Audrey are helping you out, but let's not kid ourselves. Mahoney, Mahoney's a real star here. I mean, I, Dave, uh, pride myself on uh, very few things, but this may be my greatest talent 
and my greatest gift to the world. I will say, Chris, good news. Mahoney does take this more seriously than he takes anything else, especially his marriage. All right, so here we go with number one. <laughs> uh, the workers of this establishment can't seem to focus and appear to be high as the customer patiently waits for them to finish taking his order. Cool. Let's have a listen. I guess it would help if I turn it on. No, because I'm not going to see anyone for 16 hours shift today. Uh, yeah. Anything else? No, that would be it. Thank you. Like, this got me animated. I'm supposed to have you like with I'm supposed to be picking up my child an hour ago. And cut I want to cut in half. Okay. With bacon, right? No cheese. Yeah. Alright. Uh, 1041. I put my phone in the office, Sean. Do they have? Is they on no. Okay, so I normally try to keep an open mind, like, ah. who's to blame here? And, I mean, that sounded like the uh, the workers definitely shared some of the blame because they were just sort of mumbling and bumbling about. I, I don't know if they're... beeps, though, Mahoney. There if you've been waiting there for an hour, lady, that's on you. Uh, is this A, a Burger King, B, a Dairy Queen, or C, Chris, your favorite In-N-Out? Oh. Feels like there's too it's many people. It's definitely not In-N-Out if they're high. It's uh, definitely not In-N-Out. No, not, because not you can't even go... I, I did hear cut in half bacon and cheese, so I'm going to go with Burger King. Burger King is the correct answer. Well done. Nice. Good yeah. job, dude. From the paint by himself. Right. Mahoney's, Mahoney's mad that you didn't use him. Mahoney is just letting you know. visibly upset that you I did still, not I ask for his explanation. I don't love you anymore. I hope wow. you lose. Ma wow. Mahoney needs you to know wow. that this is not wow. your game. This is his game. Uh -huh. Yes, this is not about you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. This is not about the, the listeners of this yeah, show. what do you mean? Yeah. This is about Mahoney. <laughs> this is all about me. <laughs> He's an only child, so you can't hurt his feelings. You Go have ahead. to incorporate him Go into ahead. this. Yeah, I'm just going to. He doesn't share well. I'm just going to drink my tea and not say anything else for the rest of the game. He doesn't share well, Chris knows what he's doing. Good luck. Oh, oh my God. God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go, Chris. Go. Uh, yeah, I'm rooting for you, Chris. Hell yeah. Dunk on Mahoney. You don't need him. Uh, the next one here this teenage worker was being rude and cussing. Okay, look. Don't sip your you tea. You can't aggressive. sabotage it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. This teenage worker was being rude and cussing at this customer in the drive thru, so they started to record her, and that's when she lost it. He was all out of yep. today. Thank you. Yep. She sounds 12, man. Escalated very quickly. Uh, was that A, an Arby's, B, a Wendy's, or C, a McDonald's? I know what it is. But hey, Mahoney, how you, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, Mahoney? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Chris. Chris I Go ahead. love you. Go. Let's hear, let's, he's wrong, let's hear your breakdown. Right. Let's hear your breakdown of this. Needle him. But do we need a breakdown, or can he just answer? He can just answer. If you get this one right, right you win. What, what, what were the options again? Arby's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell? No, Arby's, Wendy's, McDonald's. Oh, oh man, Mahoney, I could use you, buddy. But, but I'm proud too. So, Arby's, Wendy's. I'm gonna go with the Wendy's. See, I almost would feel like that's McDonald's energy because I feel like anybody who's Wendy's worker is too too lazy. He's made his choice. He's made <laughs> his okay. choice. That's that's He's made his choice. Uh, yeah, you're gonna stand by. And He's it's, made his choice. It's incorrect. Yeah, it, it was McDonald's. Yeah, that's yeah. total McDonald's. Yeah. Energy. Of course, that's McDonald's. Okay, everybody. 
knows. You could hear how the glass door was sliding when she was yelling <laughs> at so the woman. Of, you're so full. I'm not full of it. I know that sound. <laughs> Heard it last night. Uh, okay. Hear that sound in my dreams. All right, here we go. That's the sound of Mahoney's bed shaking, too, every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sliding glass doors. Well, now, when things finish, there's the beep. <laughs> we know the fries are done. <laughs> when he's getting close. <laughs> One order every 60 seconds, Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> sir, it's three minutes. For oh the fries to be dropped. You're so oh mad, God. but you, I feel like you just met your match, and that's no, why I you just don't like it. He's already got it wrong. He's going to lose on the next no, one. No, he got that one wrong intentionally because oh. he wanted to build the suspense well, so he could it. do it right here, finish it off strong. This employee gets fired in front of everyone, and the customer still asks the worker about their food after they've been fired. All right, so that employee, very upset they just lost their job after getting fired in front of everyone for melting down. Was that A, a Taco Bell, B, a Popeye's, or C, a Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's? That's tough. Well, I know I don't have any help in Mahoney, so, Audrey, I'm going to call on you. Wendy's, Carl's Jr. No, 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 Jr. no, 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 no. What? Uh, ta- Taco Bell, Popeye's, or Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's? There's, there's one clear answer here, and I know it. Mm. I I think I know what it is too. Okay, uh, go ahead. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer a I'm gonna offer a peace treaty, put down a white flag, and and, and kindly ask Pony to assist me up. No, nah, man, this is war. There ain't no, wow. there, 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 there are no prisoners in all out total war. You you planted your <laughs> flag, sir. Make your bed. <laughs> Sleep in it now. All right. Between Taco Bell and Popeyes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Taco Bell. Dave, that's his final answer. No, it's not. He didn't say final answer. He I said final answer. I haven't even asked him if that was his final answer. Is that your... I, I believe my final answer is going to be Popeye. That is correct. Well done. Wow. Great job, Chris. Hell yeah. Didn't even need Mahoney. Ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you think about the idea of universal basic income? Message deleted. What? No. Okay. That will never happen. I Why mean, would you, you even ask that question? <laughs> we can sit here and debate this until the end of time. I no. would not like you as a person. Like, whoever just called and asked us that, mm-hmm. I feel like is setting us up for a trap, and I hate you, and I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you. Like, what would you, what? What? <laughs> what? Why would you think that we would even be moderately educated on universal income? I mean, I, I kind of am, Dave. Oh, really? No, yeah. you're not. What do you know Are about you? It? Okay. You see the look. Go the, ahead. The incredulous ahead. look that we don't have time. Giving. We don't have time. Oh, it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? We got plenty of time. Uh, go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, the floor is yours. Uh, 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 I feel like yep. this is a cheeseburger in a mousetrap uh, situation here. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Oh, you just, you know, but you don't want to share with us. Yes. I see. Please leave a message after the tone. This message is for Mahoney. You raved about Lion's Choice in St. Louis. I went to go visit my sister and her family, and I was raving about it because you mentioned it on the radio. Well, my niece kept saying it only has a 3.0 rating. They didn't understand my fascination, but I insisted. And it was horrible. Only the fries were good. I'm sorry, Arby's is still a million times better. Message deleted. No, it is not. 
you have horrible taste buds. I am sorry. But it's I mean, do you three... romanticize what it once no. was? Mommy, because I mean, that's pretty literally fair. literally said that you went there last time and it made you violently crap your pants. Like, that's not good. It didn't good. make me violently crap my pants, Dave. I just, I was in a car for too long. You that's food why. should not Lion's do that choice. to you. And, then and, I, you and, I, and, I, and I made a bet mm-hmm. on my body mm-hmm. that lost. I see. Okay, you know. you're not really propping this up. <laughs> I feel like the, we romanticize things. Like, as a kid, she mentioned Arby's. I remember Arby's being the creme de la creme. Like, I mean, if I went to a doctor's appointment and I went back to school with an Arby's bag and those curly fries, I was flexing on them hoes. Well, so, I mean, I, I had spent a lot of my youth in South Carolina, and I romanticized Waffle Houses. And my wife, being a West Coast girl her entire life, they don't have a lot of Waffle Houses in Seattle, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So, Are there any? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And so I took her to a Waffle House being like, hey, you got to come with me to this place because same thing. You And she's like, is that chef cooking over the stove? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with a cigarette? Is he... Is, yeah, exactly. You see, did I say cooking? I meant smoking over the stove. And then, you know, you can just tell like everyone's on edge. Some dude's got his, you know, his fully loaded gun in his, in his holster while he's sitting there having his scrambled eggs. And she's like, what is happening? You never know place? when you've got to shoot, you somebody, shoot somebody at a Waffle House, I guess. That's I guess. a good place to have a gun, honestly. And honestly, though, I'm not romanticizing this roast beef place called Lion's Choice, which is based out of St. Louis. There's like 40 locations in that area. They're not anywhere else. But I will say, it does depend on the one you go to. If you go to the ones that aren't in, like, West County or uh, okay. west of the river, then, yeah. yes, that's yeah. that's on you. Yeah. Everything's bad. You could you could have a – you could put in whatever your favorite whatever in the East County or, South, or North County, and it's going to be garbage. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. I got a, a comment. I saw an episode of uh, Winnie the Pooh the other day, and I – they got me thinking. Piglet, eat everybody's on drugs. Piglet is so shy and unsure of himself. Rabbit's always rushing around with his garden. And Tigger, I'd like to know what he's on. And uh, Eeyore, he's so mellow and no problems. And Winnie the Pooh's always got the munchies. I think they're all on drugs. <laughs> Message you know what's really me. funny is that this guy just said Eeyore is mellow with no problems. He's depressed. He's depressed and so are you. He's on- <laughs> <laughs> like if you saw that guy as having like, no he's problems doing at great. all. <laughs> Look at that. You're like, that dude is, he is on, on he's Zoloft. On. Yeah, for he's, real. He complains about everything. Tigger it's probably is, gonna rain. Tigger is. My house is broken again. <laughs> no, he's Crush- not heroin, man. No, Trigger's, Tigger is crushing up Adderall and snorting it. A hundred percent. Because he's got ADHD. Yeah. Eeyore is depressed. Uh-huh. Christopher Robin has schizophrenia. Piglet has an anxiety disorder. No, Piglet and Winnie the Pooh are just stoned out of their minds, yeah. surrounded by all these coked out animals, and then the one depressed donkey. Have you not seen that all of these characters are supposed to be exhibiting mental health issues? Are they really? That's that why this thing? generation is so bad with mental health. It taught us that as children to be. <laughs> it's totally normal yeah. for all your friends to be really sad. So go do some drugs. Animals. Always going to rain. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney, let's run it down. The most traumatic scenes from when you were a kid and watching movies that messed you up forever. If you give me your top three right now, what would they be? 
Dave, I mean, when you talk about the movie The NeverEnding Story and Artex sinking into the mud and then you you realize that, you know, years later they tell you how it was done where they actually strapped a horse to a, like, a a, a platform and pulled him under the mud. Uh, Even more horrifying and makes it much worse. Uh, That is the all-time most horrific scene to me as a kid. I mean, the B scene from My Girl was also uh, pretty traumatic as well. Yeah, I mean, even the animated movies, you know, we've talked a lot about the Disney films, The Land Before Time, yep. you know, with all the trauma and that, you know, where, like, where you actually see your parent dying in sure. front of you, all of that stuff. But you're right. I mean, the never-ending story with Artex drowning, and then you're exactly right. You're like, how was that horse such a good actor? Horse wasn't acting. No, he horse was, was actually thought it was being drowned to death. One of my favorite things uh, in recent years is people who n- miss that or you see, like, uh, you know, younger millennials or Gen Z who are watching the never-ending story for the first time filming their reactions to that scene, oh, yeah. and everybody universally uh, loses their mind, and it is uh, crazy sad because of that. And if you're not, like, if you watch that for the first time and you're not, you are a straight-up serial killer. So do you know what a slurry pit is? Uh, I've never heard of a slurry pit. I don't know if that's just... I think I dated one of those in college. That's <laughs> messed up. So He's got a name. <laughs> it was Miss Slurry. Uh, so firefighters... Miss Pitt. <laughs> so firefighters in England uh, had to rush out because I guess there was a calf that stepped into one of these slurry pits. And when I see the pictures of this scene... It is very reminiscent of the never-ending story where Artex is drowning in the mud because this little calf is slowly sinking into oh, this no. pit that looks kind of like I a mean, mix I mean, the between- name is a slurry pit, yeah. so you it, just the name of that. And if you, anything steps into a slurry pit, this is going to be bad, let alone a cute little old cow. Cute little cow just falls right in. It's just basically like this giant pit of sludge. And the cow is sinking, but thankfully, uh, unlike Atreyu, uh, somebody had 911 on dial, and the firefighters rushed out, and they had to bring in what they call large animal rescue equipment to successfully bring the calf back to dry land. But this one actually has a happy ending. This guy didn't even know how to walk. I know. He's you know, just he learning. He don't know where to walk. He's, he's just, just learning, learning how. Yeah, we got to get him walking so we can kill him. Oh, Dave. That's what happens, Audrey. I don't want it to. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's Audrey's favorite time of the week where we have all of our mistakes compiled into one handy-dandy little segment. And, um... Chris, do we have ourselves a superstar of the blooper reel this week? Uh, we do, but the one thing I'm going to mention is I have to applaud the three of you. You actually did a fairly good job this we week. Did? Uh, you didn't give me a lot to work with. Fantastic. So Love to hear that. Much better work. Okay, here we go. Yeah, well, you remember, I think that motorcycle one was added in after after Roethlisberger ended up uh, after after Roethlisberger. I knew it might be a while since uh, that I might get some more action, so uh, that I might... uh, Turkeys just sound like a chore. Can big turkey just pay us? (laughs) Can big... You you cook turkey? you make the turkey? You cook turkey? you make the turkey? No, it feels like it, it just, there's... It, it does. It just feels like you're doing it. It just, there's, it, 
feels like. You had to be prepared to fight them. Prepared, prepared. Good enough. We'll move on to the next one here. This one's got 67,000 views. 67,000 views. Ask questions. All the questions. Right as, a, right as we're ending. Yep. So my wife is uh, a very... Uh, She's, she's in charge of the finances. I would love to <laughs> bean somebody right in the noggin with one of them. Bean somebody in the noggin with... Well, the incident occurred when the mom attempted to exit the parking lot. The incident occurred... The incident occurred... Even more ridiculous. Even more ridiculous. Even more ridiculous. Even more ridiculous. Don't bring cocaine to Columbia. That's why we're impossible to shop for birthdays and Christmas. Oh, my God. That's my worst nightmare. Why? Because, obviously, our nose has hair in order to, you know, block out. Our nose has hair because the car, car taxes... Is insane because the car car tax things. That's I mean, it's not fair. It's, it's hard to like. I mean, I guess you could put numbers on it because they have, and they may fire down, you, but you will be our. You will forever live in infamy as our hero. Some uh, some good news today as well. Speaking of leg injuries, some good news today as well. Uh, so you can grab your fam- family and friends and head out to. Eat. Uh, so you can grab your fam- family and friends and head out to. Eat. You can't make. Candy. I mean, it's not like a. That's a making out song. You think so? Yeah. I feel like that's a boat. Like that's like I know like Frampton's not yacht rock, but like that that could make that's it a good boat my... song. Baby, I love your way. <laughs> you know what? Like Ducktales. Oh, DuckTales. Yeah, Maybe good. one of the greatest of all time. Even if they never had a bad experience with a clown. Even if they never had a bad experience with I'm not going to tell you, Cheryl, whether or not you, uh, you got the answers correct. You, uh, you got the answer. Well, how could you possibly like, be playing basketball? They're operating loss. Operating. And he's Winnie the Pooing it. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous. He used that pass <laughs> earlier uh, rather than later. Officially banning their import to the U.S. Might solve a mystery. And, you know, uh, but I was an only child. My parents, get, you know, we uh, took care of me. Well, I mean, it's going to, this isn't a, this isn't a, um, what do they call it? This is not a uh, thing. I mean, it's, it's hard to like. I mean, I guess you could put numbers on it because they have, and they may fire you, but you will be our. You will forever live in infamy as our hero. Be our. You live in infamy as our hero. Anytime the electric bill gets like out of control, electric bill gets like. But why do you do that? Who messed up the most this week? Audrey, six bloopers. Dave, eighteen bloopers. And the winner with 22 bloopers. Mahoney. I'm just going to go just to ruin kids who are in night school's lives. Dude, a can of Hormel chili. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Ripple. Here we go with another redneck report that involves violence at youth sports. Hooray! So this is interesting, man, because, you know, you think about losing your cool at a sporting event that doesn't matter. And, you know, that's just so egregious. What are you doing, bro? You're taking it too seriously, man. 
So this is a soccer game that was happening at a community park. And this guy whose name is Jose Luis Garcia, he's 43 years old. He was arrested because he got into such a disagreement with the referee that he headbutted him. Bro, you're a stepdad. What are you doing out here headbutting dudes at a community park over a pickup soccer game? Don't you hate on step parents? I am now a stepmother. Uh, uh, have you headbutted <laughs> have you headbutted anybody? I would. Be, no, she hasn't. Look at me. You don't she, think I would? She, she doesn't love her stepdaughter <laughs> that, enough to be manslaughter. <laughs> I would. I know I got a big ass head. I'm one one headbutt and I'm killing everybody. Dude, she starts with that <laughs> neck all the way back and boom, you're dead. Twelve pounds of just thunder. <laughs> So you talk about some bad luck for this guy. Uh, There's an armed robber that decided that he was going to hit a downtown business. And uh, as it turns out, when he walked in, uh, the police were actually already on the scene investigating a totally different crime. I feel like he did not properly research where he... um was going to rob, and, you know, the if you, if you don't come prepared, these are the things that happen. So the cop, who was, again, nearby and, you know, a totally unrelated incident, decided that, you know, he was going to, when he heard the commotion, do something about it, as a police officer will do, and he quickly arrested the 20-year-old uh, individual, and he's been charged with just a slew of different things, including armed robbery and uh, breaking his probation and... Uh, possession of a dangerous weapon, all that stuff. But, man, just really, really bad luck if you're going to go out armed robbing. I could, I will tell you this, man. <laughs> I am glad that more uh, criminals aren't smarter. You know? Like, thank you for stupid criminals. Thank because, you for being dumb. Like, if we for real had, like, a evil genius villain, like, we, the world would be over. Like Grogu? Yes. Oh, no. Grogu. No, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Who's the guy that I'm thinking of? The one who's got all the minions. Oh, Elon Musk. Gru. You're thinking, you're thinking, Gru. you're just thinking of Gru. Oh. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. You know, out of all the podcasters and broadcasters out there, Joe Rogan, you know, he rubs some people the wrong way, but um, he's been a pretty good friend to the show for a long time. In fact, Mahoney and I, Early on in launching the morning show, we used to get in trouble because we would have Joe Rogan on our show and he would, quote, talk too much. Now, I mean, granted, <laughs> Joe Rogan, you know, was not the absolute global superstar at that time that he that he was then. But, or you know what I mean, he's not the huge superstar that he is now th- that he was back then, but he was still a pretty big deal. And almost everyone knew who Joe Rogan was because, I mean, he's been around you think about his career, I mean, stand-up, news radio, Fear Factor, sure. Fear Factor, UFC. he had hair then, man. I know, it's kind of really weird to see him with a whole bunch of hair, but Joe Rogan over time has become a really big star, and there is talk now that he might actually be leaving Spotify because he kind of holds all of the cards when it comes to his deal that he did. I mean, it was uh, like $200 million Originally, deal. it was thought to be a $100 million deal. It ended up being a $200 million deal. I mean, Joe Rogan, there's 8 million people who listen to his podcast every single week. Spotify went all in. They paid a lot of money. But, you know, when you are in the position that he's in, uh, and if he feels like, you know, because we saw some censorship from Spotify, and he's a big not being censored guy, I can see why other companies who won't censor him, who will pay him almost as much money, if not more, would want him on their platform. But in that same breath, though, Spotify definitely did, and they pulled the Netflix model whenever they're saying, we have invested in these people. We're going to continue to invest in these people because it's a freedom of speech sort of thing. So, I mean, yes, they censored and they did all of that stuff, but I did like that they backed him up to a point where they're like, He's on our platform. This is what we're. This is what we offered, and we're going to stand behind him. We that. knew what we were buying, and it's not like I mean, Joe Rogan does say some controversial stuff, but he's not hateful. He's it's not, not out Joe. here. It's not Joe. It's this occasionally the guests, and even then, like if you can't have 
uh, differencing of opinions. This is an, you know, this is a private business. It's America. They can do what they want. If you don't like it, speak with your ad dollars. And he's pulling in so many streaming. Yeah, do you know, views do you know still the number one podcast in the world? Do you know how many people are listening to each episode that he puts out? Yeah, isn't it like eight plus million? Eleven million. Oh Jesus! Eleven per million episode. per episode. God, I mean, and to think. For you to be able to create that type of numbers, too, his podcasts are not short, man. Right. I mean, like the one that I keep thinking of every single time whenever I'm thinking about his podcast, the four plus hour one with him and Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Like people just listen to that for straight. It's because Joe yeah. likes to talk. I mean, that's the thing. We learned back in like 2009 when we would have him on the show. Joe is a inquisitive guy who just likes to talk and you know it'll be curious to see where he goes next because it will cause a seismic shift in wherever it goes well he was it was rumored that he might go to x that i don't love yeah i mean so it's just because the ease of use isn't great well yeah and i mean that's like for me you know twitter and now x has never been a long form type of programming platform like yep. it's always in bite size and don't get me wrong joe rogan's been very successful in bite size programming and obviously elon musk loves Joe Rogan, and that was kind of like Elon's big entry into the kind of the public zeitgeist is when he went on Joe Rogan's podcast right. initially and smoked weed and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens from here on out, but, uh, but Joe Rogan, he already got paid. He's about to get paid again. Good for him. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, guys, we've talked about it a lot over the years about how there is a lot of scary things going on in the world, but there are a few scarier things than the earth itself. I mean, sure, there's a lot of dumb stuff that humans do, and, uh, you know, there's always strife somewhere. And I, I don't know if 2023 going into 2024 is any crazier than it usually is. I mean, it feels like it certainly has ramped up a bit, but I, has there ever been a time in humanity where we weren't fighting with each other? Dave, we're on a rock that is hurling through space at tens of thousands of miles per hour. And yet somehow we come up with these imaginary lines and you're like, if you're not from my side of the imaginary line, I want to kill you. It's just so weird because for what? You won't, you're not even going to live long enough for any of what you do to matter. Doesn't it always matter. happens for the people who are after you, and then you're forgotten about. You're so yeah. stupid as a populace. <laughs> for uh-huh. real. Like, for and real. And also, you may go down in history as a giant a-hole, but who wants that? Like, yeah, people remember your name, but it's because you were awful. Yeah. So, uh, the earth itself, though. Frightening. I and mean, we've talked about, like, the sink pits that happen out there from time to time. I mean, stuff in the ocean, oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff out there. Just yeah. scary as hell, all trying to kill us. Just the holes that pop up out of nowhere? What oh. do you mean, sinkholes? Hold on. I've got a new one. How about a whole new island just popping out of the ocean? Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, is that it? Is cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, I, would, I would rather that than the opposite. I mean, like, <laughs> we have entire areas that are being flooded right now that are historically, like, a massive part of the world's history, and they're just sinking, and now we got places that are just popping up. Okay, so let me tell you if you think it's cool still. Uh, there was a giant underwater volcanic explosion, which is what caused the island to emerge. Oh, yeah, vo- underwater volcanoes. Cool. Oh, you're into those. Okay, cool. But because they're not, like, disrupting the top. Is <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Don't yeah, ask, man, don't, like, ask don't, don't tell. I don't whatever care what happens you're doing in the ocean, there. ain't my business. Whatever happens behind the closed <laughs> doors of your bedroom or under the top of the sea, like, you business. just do you. Hey, you, do you. you know what? An explosion happens. Some lava starts flowing. Next thing you know, there's a new thing that pops out. An island. Yeah. Now it, we're all going to live on it. it Didn't just, you recently get your scuba diving license, Mahoney? Is no, this a, you, I'm you not, responsible I, for this? I am not going to scuba dive, man. <laughs> I will snorkel. I'm floating on top. I ain't going in. 
No? I'm a just a just a tip of the water guy. <laughs> Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. Favorite brew. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. Well, all right then, friends. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. We have made it to another Friday. We are still employed. And what better thing to do on a Friday than to drink with friends? And that's what we're going to do. So the weekend is getting started right now. And Mahoney has officially cracked open a beer. And it's not just any beer. This is a very appropriate seasonal beer. And you talk about, you know, around Halloween, they start to pop out with, like, the pumpkins and this and that. This is more geared towards the holidays in general. So this could be, like, a Thanksgiving or a Christmas-style beer. But definitely... All up in the holidays guts. This is one oh. of my favorite releases <laughs> that they do every single year. I don't know if they were the first brewery to do it back in 1981, but they are one of the, you know, they, they, they've been a pioneer in the world of craft beer for since 1979. I'm talking about Sierra Nevada. Oh. I didn't know this was an IPA when I first tasted it. It is. Whoa. It's a celebration. <laughs> Fresh hop IPA from Sierra Nevada. They released this. They've been releasing this literally for 42 years now, and they were one of the very first fresh hopped IPAs to ever make it to market. What that means is, uh, if you've ever seen brewing, a lot of the times the uh, hops, which kind of look like little nugs of weed and smell kind of a little, little bit like nugs of weed. Yeah, I they love do, man. the smell. Um, <laughs> they, like, for normal transport, they'll take them, they'll, they'll, they'll dry them out, and then they store better, it take up less space, and then that's what the, the brewers brew with. It's still very good. It's still a very good process, but what they did is they did this thing called fresh hopping, which is taking the whole ass nug. So basically, from harvest to boil, mm-hmm. three days. So they harvest these, get them... Get them to, down to the brewery down in Chico, and then they brew this beer every single year for 43 years. Again, I've never noticed this before about Sierra Nevada. At the very top of the can, it says family-owned, operated, and argued over, which I like that. I, I do, too. I, yeah. I do like that one as well. This one is clocking in at 6.8% okay. alcohol by volume, uh, 65 IBUs. We know how many calories are in this. I love that Sierra Nevada provides that. 223 yeah. calories. The calories I love that. come from the <laughs> alcohol. Don't tell me that. And this is close to 7%, so it's got uh, packs a punch. And uh, if you were feeling like you needed a little bit of protein, Audrey, a got whole... Got some teen in there? 1.5 grams of protein. So you're telling me I don't need to eat any more protein for the day? This is your protein no, shake this, this shake. morning. Yeah, drink this, this after is your the gym. protein shake. Them gains. So the five <laughs> categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Dave, we do not need a drum roll. Oh, not yet. Till the end. Sorry about that. Always early. Uh, Sorry about that. Always. For a, a six-pack of this beer, <laughs> it's uh, around 11.50 to 12 bucks for a six-pack. So reasonably oh, that's priced. really reasonable for a six-pack. Considering that it's fresh hopped and it's uh, Family nearly seven percent, damn near seven yeah. percent. So, uh, looking at the can, it just reminds me of the holidays. This is the first time I ever tried this beer about twenty years ago. It, it was just the you look at the it looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah. This little cabin uh, that's in the mountains that they have. It's a this looks like cabin. every sort of painting that your grandmother had hanging in her house or Absolutely. like anything that she'd put out around the holidays. You remember when? Because I don't think the grandmas do that as much these days. But you know how grandmas had, like, decorations that were whole little villages that yes, they set up I around the holidays? Those. I do too, man. Both, uh, why is that back? back? We should. Let's do it. Okay. I'm in. Let's do it. I'm going <laughs> to um, buy me a little 
well-lit village and put it up in my house this year. They do sell the... I don't like... I mean, I guess they have those villages that they sell at, like, Hobby Lobby, too. That's not the same. But the whole point of it, and we're getting off track here, but the last thing I'll say about a village is that you have to get little <laughs> tiny... People. You don't get it village all at people. once, yeah. but you get it like piece by piece. Because if you go out and get little village people, you'll end up with too many members of the YMCA crew. Yeah, so it's too much. Gotta, too, we only have so many piece. letters here, folks. Uh, the, the look of this beer <laughs> is just classic styling. I absolutely love it. Uh, when you pour it in a glass, it gives it a little reddish hue. Looks like a, uh, a well-malted IPA. Let's move on to the smell of the Sierra Nevada Celebration of Fresh Hopped IPA. It smells like it's got some bite, if that makes it sense. It does. Like it's, it's it's an IPA. You get the hops in there. Yep. You get some alcohol. But, but it's not overwhelming. Not overwhelming, no. Alcohol. Uh, alcohol. But there there is that that there is that sharpness in the in the pine, in the uh, in in the nose, and that alcohol does start to uh, make its way there. Let's move to our favorite part, and let's just take a big old drink of the mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Cheers, friends. So I will say that the uh, that's not my first sip, and the first sip I was very much like Audrey, I'm like whoa. Because it, it is a punch to the taste buds on the first sip. But much like any other good IPA, after you take a couple sips, it chills out quite a bit. And I will say, I'm a big IPA fan. This is very appropriate. Like, this tastes like the holidays to me. It's got enough of the pine, enough of the hop bite to it. The alcohol is not overwhelming, yeah. but it's also got other flavor profiles. You get some citrus in there. I think oh, it's, yeah. it's quite good. Audrey, you're See, traditionally not an IPA fan. What are your thoughts on this? This is really IPA forward, that bite lingers for me um as i'm kind of drinking a little bit more of it though i'm surprised by how much of that malt it tastes yes. darker um mm-hmm. it tastes you know i don't it's really know IPA. how it winter yes yeah. i mean yeah. it just tastes like because most ipas to me taste really summer because yeah. you have a lot of that citrus forward uh palette there i mean you could argue that there's a lot more pine for the winter ipas but i am getting more hop than pine if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it's got, like, a, that stank to it. Yeah. And, and it's, like, that dankness to it. It's not pine, it's per dank, se, stank. but it's, 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 like, a, danky. It's a stanky danky. It stanky, is danky. Right? It's fresh hops. And that's the fresh hops that you're talking about. And with that malt added to it, this isn't in my personal flavor palette um, because I think that the hop linger, lingers just a little too long for me. Like, there's no reprieve. It just keeps, it's on my tongue. Like, it won't go away, and I want more of the malt. You get that little fuzzy, little yeah. fuzzy on the like tongue. Like it just is dank. This it, is a dank beer. I mean, that is a that is a trademark of Sierra Nevada for 40 years now. That is just kind of what they are known for. Chris, uh, you aren't a huge uh, craft beer drinker. Your thoughts? Um, well, I, I would agree with uh, Audrey and Dave on this one. So at first taste, if this is a blind taste test, I'm just not an IPA guy, so it just tastes like another IPA. But the minute you start describing the pine and the winter feel, like those notes just became so much more prominent the minute you said yep. that i'm like oh I, I can feel that in my taste buds here um all in all i think it's smooth and i think uh that the can art kind of fits the time of year and the taste too i do want to mention this that it tastes like there's more alcohol in it than the what it is it, i feel like this yes. is alcohol it doesn't forward. Hi- it doesn't hide it doesn't hide it's abv like there's a like lot a, of it's it's super cold to the to the taste but then it feels like you feel so warmth they've been making this beer again mm. for 40 years so like mm. when you when you roll back to the times before the IPAs were monstrous and just assaulting you and with these, you know, mid, like almost damn near 15% ABVs that can exist in some of these hazies that are out there. This was a this was considered to be a big IPA. And, you know, I like it. And it's been one that I've been a, a fan one fan of for many years. I think, Audrey, you hit the, the nail on the head. There is a lot of malt to this. So you get some like biscuits I'm a beer and sommelier. yeast. 
in there uh, that's actually called a Cicerone. I'm a Cicerone. That is, uh, so. What do you call them, Misterones, if you're a man? Or is everybody just a Cicerone? Everybody is a Cis, <laughs> like C-I-S, Cicerone. Oh, so we're all, okay, so it's like, okay. It's, awesome. it's open for everybody. Uh, I think the malt <laughs> does a really good job of balancing it there, but this is your just your typical or your, you know the what the style the West Coast style IPA was kind of modeled after, and it encompasses that perfectly in my opinion. Would I you love- say that you're into ciceroning? <laughs> <laughs> no, Only when I've had not. a couple of these. We'll see what, <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, the alcohol is forward. The pine is forward. The it's the the malt is there as well, and there is that nice citrus little zing there. It does linger, uh, as Audrey said and Dave mentioned. Uh, but I'm a fan. Like I for said this, first. Uh, this the mouthfeel. This it's it's light to medium bodied. It's just a bright. You know, this just screams bright to me. The drinkability for this beer. I mean, considering you're paying like twelve bucks. For a six pack of this, I would recommend buying it now before the new year because fresh yeah. hop, it will fade. So you want to get it in that 60 day window. So between now and the new year. So if you have a chance to see this on the shelves, pick it up, get some of it because it is reasonably priced. I think it's an amazing bang for your buck. And if you're looking for a great fresh hop West Coast style IPA, it's hard to find one better than this. Can I get a drum roll, please, Dave? I don't think we have a we drum have roll. We have a drum roll. On Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy, I give the Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA a 4.25 out of 5. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>